Welcome to Your Daily Pass. We are Courtney Passfield and Fiona Daly. Sisters, mums, wives, multi-business owners. And perfectly imperfect. We are hugely passionate about cultivating mindset, growth and self-awareness. Join us in our conversations to inspire. Hello and Hi. welcome back to your daily pass. We are here today oh, with we're so excited. Beautiful friend and partly probably related to us, Jessica Kim. Hello. Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. So Jess, this episode is about decluttering space and mind. So to sort of start off, I think the best way to do is to introduce yourself and your business. Jess, what is it that you do? Um, I am a professional organizer. Is with my side hustle at the moment, and it's great. But I, yeah, I'm hoping to build it into my more full time business. Yes. Um. Yeah, I go in and help people uh, to declutter and organize any space in their home or even digitally as well. So, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. And digitally as well. I, I've been talking to you about how I've been like going through my emails, something chronic because. Oh, didn't you a, have like thousands or something? Yeah, I Because you were archiving them? Yeah, I didn't actually. <laughs> Jess was the one that told me that how to delete them. I, was, I, I thought I was deleting them, but, but clearly I, I wasn't. So, do you, but how good do you feel? Because I remember no, you that saying, is a like, big thing. It is so good. Yeah, and now like every day, once a day, I jump on, I check them, see what's there, and delete them. And also because Mother of the Year forgot to put her, get her child's birth certificate, who's now a year who old. Just one. Yeah. Um, I saw the email where I had started it, and I was able to finish it in a few seconds. Look at you go! I know, winning at life. I know, winning at goals. Life. <laughs> you are a goal mother. I know. I yeah, mean, she, you know, I hope hasn't forgotten something on their Well, as I long mean, as you remember to pick them up, you're fine. I know, yeah. <laughs> Remember that. And we may have not forgotten that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. to be honest, we've Never been there. <laughs> exactly, we've all been there. Okay, so Jess, paint us a picture of your family dynamic growing up. What and like, what was your personality like? So growing up. Uh, so growing up, I grew up on a cattle station, um, just not far out of Claremont. Um, we live very rurally. I've got um, like my mum, my dad, and I have an older brother. Um, and an older sister and I'm the youngest by five years so they're always the big kids and I was the little one um, and we grew up very involved in our family we were always like there was only us on the on the property and it's 35,000 acres heap cattle so we were the labor and we and we worked and it was very close um, together I think and then yeah. in that family dynamic and um, we went to a little school that was literally 5k's down the road um, and the most kids I went to school with in primary school was eight kids in the whole school. Wow. Um, wow. And the least I went to school with, there was five of us one year. Oh, so, really? really? Yeah. So it was very tiny. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I moved to a boarding school for high school in Yapoon. How did you go going from like oh, potentially five kids yeah. to, what did you share a dorm with five kids? No, I shared a dorm with 40 girls. Holy um, really? So our good. whole school was 500 girls at the time. Oh so God. I went from a co-ed school of, you know, seven kids and I'm being the only one in my grade to, you know, 100 girls in my grade and 500 girls in our school. And it was an all-girls school too. So that was something to really adjust to. And I think I knew maybe one person when I went there. Oh, so wow. Yeah. So, and luckily as a kid, I was always a kid that could um, make friends easily. And I yeah. kind of, like I'd get dragged around to my brother's sporting events and well, I would make friends like easily. A so. bubbly, chirpy, just easy to get along with person. So yeah. that makes 
so I think I used that to my advantage with high school and and um and then further on in life as well so I think I've passed that down to my kids they make friends with anyone pretty easily yes very easily yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. but it's such an amazing trait to have isn't it you know what I mean like it's such a if you've got social skills your life's kind of made isn't it yeah yeah well so much easier for you yeah exactly that's exactly right absolutely so Let's have a chat about decluttering. Yes. What would you define decluttering as and what do you, as a personal organiser, what do you do? Um, So decluttering is basically just downsizing what you already have it, it's it's not um doesn't have to be super drastic it can be like i can go into jobs um and help people get rid of 75 percent of their stuff out of one room if, if they're willing to you know if that's where the, the direction they want to go in yeah um but it can also be a super tiny little one where you just declutter a drawer and it's just um taking out you know a few things that don't actually belong in there um and making it more easier to see basically yeah um so decluttering it is yeah it's just downsizing to make it more manageable more functional more functional um and yeah just uh, more efficient um but a professional organizer um isn't just organizing i think a lot of people think it's like they come in and organize what we have but the big chunk of professional organizing is decluttering and helping people declutter because it can be such a hard thing to do on your own things and for me personally, that that's like a big thing too. Like it's hard to do my own things, but when I'm with someone else and I don't, a professional organizer doesn't have that emotional attachment yes. to those possessions. So we see it as a book or a vase or a, you know, a towel or, you know, we don't see it as, oh, my grandma gave me that. Or it's, um, I bought that when I was in a very dark place. It's, that's just what it is. But then we ask those questions to then help reveal why you might be keeping it or why it's yes. hard to let go and work through that so yeah, yeah. So, i sort of want to deviate like go like I mean, i've got a thousand questions here but i want to go into that emotional side because you just explained that yeah and so yourself you're training yeah yeah so, yes um i've done a few courses just for myself personally um because i've I've never really been an organized person inherently, I think. I think I've always loved a good purge of getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Um, but the habits and the um, being naturally inclined to have those habits never came naturally to me. So it's something I always work on um, and I've taken some personal courses for myself and then yeah. really loved it and really seen the benefits of it um, and how it, it helps emotionally like it has helped me amazingly and I was like oh if I can do it like yes (laughs) anyone can and I and I went I'm I was thinking back the other day um have you know someone said oh have you always wanted to be a professional I was like no I haven't like I didn't even know what one what one was a few years ago um but when I go back to it I think I've always loved helping people yes and this is just my way of being able to do that yeah um because I saw how much this helped me and I thought, Oh, I can help people doing that. Yes. And I really love doing this and I love yeah. being hands-on and physically working because it is a very physical job. So, yeah, but yeah, emotionally it's, it's so rewarding as a job because you see people go from such overwhelm. Sometimes you can walk into people's homes and having people in that, that personal space, like having anyone in that personal space. Sometimes I go into people's places that they have never had anyone in there other than them and their husband maybe 
Um, so to have a total insider, uh, outsider come into your home can be a very emotional yeah. thing and a lot of angst and a lot of overwhelm. Well, there's, there's so, shame there. Yes, you know, yes. like there's so many fear. There's so many yeah. different sort of negative emotions. And I think that's yeah. where it comes back to your personality. Is you yeah. perfect for it because you make everyone feel comfortable. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that like no judgment and straight up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah. And that's, and it's, it's very hard. Like um, for people like, and I've like, I've had to get a cleaner in myself before because things were just too much. And I was like, I, I can't do this. I literally just need someone to do my floors just once off, get into my bathroom, get me back to start again. Yeah. But that I felt that, um, that angst of that and having people come in or, you know, like if even anyone listening, like if you think everyone's got a room and they're thinking of at the moment where they go, Oh shoot. Like, I don't think I'd let anyone look in that part of yeah. my or that cupboard, that cupboard drawer or, or, that. Drawer or, you know, like of, of their house or that room where if someone has popped over, you'd let them go in. And I think letting that, um, that space go from a place of shame or a place of overwhelm to I've literally turned around rooms with people and they do a lot of the work, like, I mean, emotional and decision-making to a room where they show the literally the next person that walks in the room and yes. in the door and goes, come have a look at this. I've just done it. I'm so proud of it. Well, yeah. I think and prime example is like literally where we're sitting in my office. Hey, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> that was one of the first things that you did and yeah. you came in and I suppose I've known you all my life and you came yeah. in and I was like, yeah, cool. Jess is going to help me sort my house. I don't like, you know, sort out this office. I don't really know what she's going to be able to do. And then you come into me and you're like, okay, like, what do you want this office to be? And I was like, I don't know an office. Like, what do you mean? And she's like, what, what do you do? Yeah. That, you know she really stopped and goes okay like what what do you do in here yeah. because what you this do in here yeah is completely yeah. due to what anybody else does in their office like yeah. you talk about that and then she's you know you started talking about systems and you started talking about you know what do you want to use it for and how do you want to use it and emotionally how do you feel when you walk in there and I was like I don't know I shut the door like I don't <laughs> let anyone in there like it's, I throw things in the door and I shut it because yeah. it's a room that like no one's gonna sleep in and I can shut the door so no one can see it. Like yeah. it's such a. And I think where it's located in your house as well. Exactly. It's just easy to just shut that. Door. It's just yeah. easy to throw things in and shut the door. Yeah. Then no one needs to see. But it. how nice is this room now? Yeah, exactly. It's because made a you big just difference. Gravitate and towards it. Really. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we threw bins and bins of stuff that I'd organised, and what we I have had? Because a whole filing cabinet. Yeah, a whole, like, literally, literally a sold whole, it. Yeah, and a exactly. whole desk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Because it just did not need to happen, and it was too bulky for the area. You know, like it was. Mm. And I think, like now, we actually use this room. Yes. Whereas before, we just put stuff in here and close the door. Exactly. Well, literally. It's a nice storeroom. And yeah. it's funny how you were saying. Like I, I asked this to people. Like, how do you want a room to feel? And I think a lot that doesn't um, necessarily cross everyone's mind of like, oh, it's a room. Like, what do you mean feeling a room? And you're like, well, when you walk into your bedroom, do you want to feel the angst of the piles of clothes and, and the, the stuff you haven't done? Or do you want to feel calm? Do you want to feel that, mm. that loveliness? And, and even with an office, like, you know, do you want to look at all the bookwork that, oh, shoot, where is that? That when I need to do that? Yeah. Or do you want to be able to come in and calmly go, oh, yeah, that's in this one. That's in this drawer. This is in that folder. And it's, it's that feeling. And if you've got a really nice feeling through your whole house or through the majority of your house yeah. or even just in one room, like when you're feeling overwhelmed, you can go into that one room and you just feel 
Huh. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Just like, yeah, the mental health benefits of oh. decluttering your entire house, not just a drawer or a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is incredible. And it's it's so and it can even start with a drawer though or a yes. room. Yes. And once you get that like oh, oh you get addicted. A don't first you? step. Yeah. Well a lot of the time it's people just don't know where to start. Yeah. And I've been in that position quite often, like and you're like, Oh shoot, like where do I start? Yeah. And it's I'm there to go, Okay, we are going to start with the first thing we touch. Like literally the first thing I feet hit. Yeah. Or we might start with this corner. Um, and it's just having that decision making that I make for the clients yes. that they don't have to make because then they have to make decisions later on. And I hold that an emotional space for them that they can just yes. unload it all. I hold it for them. Yeah. They get through making those practical decisions um, from me make, asking and them the question. What do you think, do for your own mental health? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sounding to me like people could like really unload some heavy stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do like, do you go home and like, well, for me, when I have that, I go home and shower and I picture everything washing away. Yeah. So what, what do you do yeah. for your own mental uh, health to look after yourself? It's surprising. Like when I started, I never, I was literally just in it for like, Oh yeah, I might just help someone declutter a room. Yeah. And luckily I have these beautiful mentors from the art of decluttering of Amy, Amy Bell and Kirsty Frazier. They, they mentor me quite a lot. And one thing they said is you're going to hold a lot of emotional stuff for people and make sure you have that downtime to debrief basically. So quite often I've like my biggest one I've ever done is like nine to 11 hours. I've done straight in a job. It was a huge, huge one. I'm not doing that again, but (laughs) but it was great. And, but it is holding that together and holding it for that person. And when I got home, I don't cook dinner. Um, yeah. like Harley, like my husband's home or yeah, I just get takeout or something like I don't, I don't cook dinner that night. I just get whatever's easy. Um, you know, the kids are kind of at an age where I just go like, right, go have a bath. I don't care if things aren't done perfectly. It's just if they're done. Um, and I kind of just sit down and just sometimes I look through my phone just to be a bit mindless, but sometimes most of the time I leave it, I just sit down, maybe just turn the telly on or something and just let myself like fall into my couch, like melt into my yeah, couch. Yes, and yeah. you just kind of like lay there for a bit and you just kind of kind of debrief over the day. And, um, you know, if Holly's home, I might tell him how I'm feeling. I don't tell him what clients no. say or anything, but I'll say well, how I'm feeling or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just taking that moment to go, <sighs> because yeah, breathe really. mentally, yeah. yeah, mentally and emotionally, it affects your body so much. Like uh, that's a part of my job. It's a, it's a, you know, part of the trade, but it's, um, and I think people don't realize how much mentally and emotionally it affects your physical body. Yeah. Um, so like my job is very physical anyway, but having that, if I don't debrief, it just, it sits there and you yes. can feel it in your chest and you can feel it in your shoulders and you can think so. Yeah. Just taking that moment to sit and deep, like let it yeah. melt away. Yeah. Maybe followed by a beer. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely, I have had to learn to do that because if I don't, it's very hard to then get up and make my own decisions and hold my own emotional space the next day. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's, it's a job, part of the job I love because I come back on a high, like I finish a job and I am on such a high. Yeah. And people going, oh, this is all amazing. Like, you know, yes, I can exactly. use this room again or I feel like how they feel i feel it too so yeah that is so good it's a big turnaround isn't it you walk in and they're overwhelmed then you hold space then they're excited yeah you're like yeah so just the definition between a cleaner and a and a 
professional organizer. Professional yeah, organizer. Yeah. Like, let, let me get that out. Yeah. But the difference, because I think a lot of the time, unless you are being told, you don't know. So the difference. No. The yeah, difference. so the difference, the simple way that I kind of put it is you can get a professional organizer in to make it easier for the cleaner. You don't get a cleaner in to make it easier for the professional organizer. Yeah. Um, so in saying that, it doesn't mean that I won't clean. Like yes. I do clean a, a bit. Like if we pull everything off a shelf and there's dust on the shelf, I'll yeah. get in and I'll wipe all down the shelf before we yeah. put it back. Um, and, you know, like if there's dust on the floor or there's something on the floor and we need to put a cupboard there or whatever, I'll vacuum it. Like yes. I'll get down and do it. Um, but I won't be, you know, mopping your floors and cleaning your toilets and stuff like that. Yes. So the difference is a cleaner will come in and um, just clean what you already have. Yeah. Um, they don't actually declutter. They might yes. put a you know, piece of paper in the bin or something, but yeah. they clean what you're around, what you've already got, um, you know, mop floors, do that sort of stuff. Whereas yeah. a, de- a professional organiser comes in and actually declutters what you have we go through every single item you've got whereas cleaner will go like oh yeah that's that room we wiped down that bench we're done yes yeah. we'll go we, through you like work that with the person we the whole work time. yeah so cleaners yeah. quite often don't work with the person that was come in clean and go your way yeah you know? and you don't know they're there until you come home your house is beautiful um but a professional organizer i will always work with the person and it's a lot of decision making and stuff like that um but yes we do clean on the job sometimes yes but it's yes only very minor things yes um or I show someone, I will have literally shown someone how to clean that area for themselves. Yes. Um, because the way we've set up the new system, they're like, oh, well, how do I do that? I'm like, okay, cool. You lift this up, you wipe that under, we put that back, we put it back. Yeah. You know, like things like that. So system, yeah. you've just said that. Yes. Um, and I obviously know what it is because you've, I've worked with you. Yes. But explain to me what a system is. Um, so a system is a way of way of doing something yes um so you could categorize that as even um a lot of it is not necessarily storage but it can be mm-hmm. containers or it's a system of how you have habits yes as well yes um so habits are very big with organizing um but your system might be you have a it's like a filing system yes like you have a filing system that if you have a efficient filing system yeah it is easy to file something if you have an efficient system under your bathroom sink yes it is easy to put your extra shampoos away or when you're in the shower and you've run out of your conditioner and you're like holy smokes i know i bought a bottle somewhere but i don't know where it it? is yeah um having that efficient system of knowing where it is and it starts your system starts from when you buy something to when you put it in the trash or when it gets out of your house from when it comes into your house to when it leaves your house. Okay. So that system is say like a bottle of conditioner or shampoo conditioner. You I like how she speaks that language. Yeah. Go. <laughs> she just was like, they go with the hairdressers. Yeah. <laughs> so you buy your shampoo and conditioner. It comes, you know, it's in the bag, whatever you bring it in your house. Um, you don't just leave it in the bag on the floor. Mm-hmm. You, the system is, and the habits is you take it out. And if you've already got some in the shower, the system is you put it in a specified container or a specified shelf or area in your house that makes sense to have it there. So it's in your bathroom where you have your shower. Um, you put it in that container. That's where you know where it is. And then when you run out of your old one, you can either go get it refilled mm-hmm. Thank um, you. Or, <laughs> or, you know, you then put that old one in the bin, you know where the new one is, you can get it out and you 
So A, you save time because you know where your stuff is at. B, you save money because you know where your stuff's at. So you're not buying things at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you didn't have that efficient system in, it would, um, and those habits established or learning those habits, um, you know, the bottle of conditioner and shampoo would be still on the floor, in the bag. You'd be, you know, all wet in the shower thinking, crap, did I buy that or didn't I? Yeah. Where is it? You wrap your towel around, you run around the house trying to find it. You're wasting yes. time. You're wasting water. You're wasting electricity. A wasting oh, emotional space where you're it. just getting mad. Mentally, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get frustrated. So like, and then and yet if you can't find it, then you're like, oh, I haven't conditioned my hair. I have to go get some. Then it's that mental tab that's open of, oh, I need to get this and I need to get that. And, oh, shoot, that's right, I forgot this. And then it just yes. it snowballs. Into, and I've been there so many times. Yeah. And But I've also been on the receiving end of that where you can take something so big and make it actually quite a minor thing yes. by having a good system. Exactly. Yeah, so and, I mean, we're talking about shampoo and conditioning here, but, you know, in well, life, like you say, school bag, perfect. School bags is another one. It's it's a huge system that I've, I've really made for myself is – School bags usually, you know, quite often you see, and this is it happened in my house, kids come home, they throw their bags just on the floor if they make it inside, mm. they throw them on the floor, and that's where they stay, nothing happens. Whereas the system in our house is the kids bring their bags in, they have a designated spot that their bags have to stay, um, they take out their lunch boxes, they empty out their lunch boxes, make sure they're clean for the next day, and put them in a spot in the kitchen where we know where they are. Um, then they take out any notes that they've got from school, they hand them to me, I go through them straight away. Um, if there's anything I need to put in my phone, you know, for a later date or yes. pay or do or whatever, get that sorted, their diaries and stuff like that. Um, and they put their hats away in the same spot with their bags. So mm-hmm. then that system sets us up for the next day. Yes. So we go out, the boys know, and they put their shoes away in a certain spot too. So the next morning they know where their bag is. I've made their lunch the night before. Um, it's in the fridge. They know where it is. There's no like, mom, where's my shoes? Where's my bag? I can't find my yeah. hat. There is nothing oh my more God. annoying yeah, yeah, than yeah. telling like, yourself, all like, guys my life. get yes. out of the house now. And I don't know where your shoes or your hat are. Yeah. That is the most. My daughter went to daycare this morning with no shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> because it was like, all right, hat, water bottle, shoes on, meet me in the car. Yeah. And I got in the car and I said, where's your shoes? And she goes, I don't know. Yeah, Mike, well, well, you know, and if, feel like that. Yeah, and if you went through her shoes, she would have more than one pair. Oh, exactly. So, I'm pretty sure she yeah, exactly. walked past them at the front door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go into that another and, day. And yeah, kids just take time. Like, people they think, do. oh, you know, you need to organize my kids now. And you're like, no, kids take years to organize. Like, and yes. to learn that. And like, it's taking So, does years. that mean you'll take my kids through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and then bring them back. <laughs> I love right. my kids. They're lovely. I didn't yeah. know this is what we're going into, but oh. thank you. Right. I was moving in that direction. And I mean, you've also got to stop and think, like for the kids, yes. How much better is that on them? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like exactly. that every day they're like, I don't know, mum, and you're just like, for God's sake, can we not Go have and this, find this yeah. fight every day of your life? Yes. That was actually a, a huge one when I started decluttering. I, when I did one of my first courses, and and um, my mentors were like, okay, so what did you get out of this course? What was the biggest thing for you? And I said, I don't yell at my kids in the morning anymore. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, so I literally would be screaming at my kids, yelling at my kids, you know, where's this for your lunchbox? Where's that? Like, hurry, hurry, hurry. And we'd always be in a rush because, um, you know, we were getting out of the door at 6.30 because I drive school bus as well. So, um, you know, it'd always be this big rush and this yelling and my kids would be not probably in the greatest mental state as the same as me. And then after I did this, um, decluttering course and learning how to do it because it is a learned skill 
we knew everything was. My kids yeah. could get from when they woke up to when we were out the door was half an hour and I had three wow. kids and we could have it done and dusted and my walk out my kitchen was clean. I knew everything was and we didn't doubt what we had. So yeah. We oh, didn't like, doubt what you was, have because like, like let's face that. it, doubt is a big one. Well, yeah. Like, yeah how many times have you got somewhere and you're like, do we have hats, guys? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. God, please play for us. We yeah. need hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every day it's not perfect, but it's a very, very good start. So, yes. Yeah. Look at you smile as you say it. Too. I know. You're so it's proud. it's yeah. so it's, it's beautiful to see you in this light. <laughs> Jess, this is a question that, once again, I didn't have on the list. But tell me about your emotional journey personally. Oh, from when? Like when do you like this goes way back? No, yeah, no. I know. <laughs> You're being so no, great. Just like everybody yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. So um oh gosh, I was a pretty cheery kid. But then um so I became a mum at nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um totally planned, no. Expected. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so Harley and I became parents very young. Um and you know, going through that, um we had our second child when I was twenty three. Um and then and we'd moved twice by now. So we've actually moved nine times in total, but twice a time. Really? Yes. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Um, <laughs> and Teresa's just like, I'm going to throw this stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. When, when our second child was two months old, um, Harley actually got transferred from Claremont to Mount Isa. Um, so if anyone listening to this doesn't know where Mount Isa is, it's 12, 14 hours away from Claremont. Um, so like 12 and 14 hours away from anything you've anything, ever known. Literally anything. It takes that long to get to anywhere from that. <laughs> um, it's a great place. Like we had two years up there and it was awesome. But moving up there um, and very quickly, like we moved quite quickly. Um, I had new, I have a newborn and all our family is here. So yes. it just stripped away that um, support network. Um, and then, yeah, I... I was, I'm a very much like, I can show anyone I can do anything. So I had this hunch to my back where I was like, yep, I can, I can do it. You know, no, I don't need help from anyone. Big rookie error. Um, I ended up with situational depression. Didn't realize that I actually had it. I thought I was just tired and grumpy and emotional. Um, but no, my mum picked up. She said, maybe you've got depression. You're like, maybe you should go see someone. I was like, no, 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 I'm good. I wasn't good. Um, and so, yeah, so it actually led to one morning, I just mentally did not have the capacity to do anything. I managed to somehow, I don't remember how I managed to somehow get my son to kidney, my oldest one, um, and feed my youngest. And I got back from the kidney drop off and my brain just could not process the next thing to do, whether it was any, like literally I could take one step in front of me. That was the extent of my brain capacity at the time. So um, I ended up luckily ringing Lifeline because mm-hmm. I didn't, you have this sort of shame, I think that comes around it that you, you can't ask help, but it's talking to a stranger on the other end of the line is a bit easier. Yes. Uh, rang them, broke down in tears about like, I don't know what to do physically, literally right now. Um, they pointed me in the direction of, um, of professional help and getting a GP. And I actually went and saw um, a psychologist for quite a while with the mental health plan um, in Mount Isa. I've got great care up there. And yeah, massive change. It just, it was the help I needed. Um, I still struggle. I feel like I struggled with it actually quite a lot before that, but that move really made it sink in. Um, and since then, I always work out. I'd always have to check in with, with myself now, now that I know how to. Um, and those skills I got from the psychologist have very, very much helped. Um, but 
in the depths of that. So for about six months, I was really low, um, even probably for about a year, I reckon. But in the depths of that, my main thing was my house. I had this deep impact that my house wasn't good enough or that um, it was always really messy and I just didn't know what to do. It was very overwhelming. It was just pure overwhelm all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's a really hard thing to live with constantly is this over this crazy state of overwhelm um and uh, whether I'm good enough for anyone so um I didn't even know what decluttering was back then I knew like what a purge was you know like you'd kind of get rid of rubbish um but a mate a friend of mine up there she's like oh you need to do minimalism and I was like she's like why don't you just get why don't you just have less is what she said she says why don't you just have less like what do you mean what do you mean have less like I, I clearly need all this stuff because I've bought it with my money that I've worked so hard for yeah, yeah. and she's like just have less and it sat with me for quite a while and in amongst my psychologist visits and everything and I was like well yeah, maybe maybe I don't need as much and I started going through it a little bit and that's kind of where my decluttering journey started was yes. from that depth of depression and mental health illnesses and things like that um getting that professional help and having a dis different perspective on the world yeah from okay what is actually really driving me to feel like this and how can I change it and decluttering was a part of that big part of that um and then we ended up moving two years later again back to Claremont area um and I remember at this new house we just moved all this stuff and moving speak like you know mm -hmm. you declutter as it is but moving speak and I remember having to set up which I figure out now as a system in my wardrobe I didn't realize I was doing it um and I just had all these clothes and I was laying on my bed trying to procrastinate and I typed in I'd heard of these new things called podcasts I didn't know what they were this is back in 2016 and I typed in organizing because I was like I've got to organize this yeah. And the Art of Decluttering come up and the first one of the first ones were wardrobes. And I was like, ah, oh, sweet. I'll give this podcast thing a go and listen to one. And it's literally changed from there. And they were like, you have permission to let it go. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then I really thought about it. I was like, no one really ever gives you permission. People yes. give you permission every day to buy stuff. You yes. buy this, buy that. This will make your life better. Yes. You're not good enough without this. Yeah. But no one ever actually says you have permission to have less, to not buy that thing. You have permission to make your own decisions. Mm. Um, and permission to get that. rid of things. I know that's a conversation that you things. and I have had, you know, like I've been yeah. giving stuff as gifts and I'm like, no, but yeah. I can't. And you're like, look, look, I'm giving you the permission to yes. not have it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And it's my thing is like, um, it's your house. You pay the money to live there. Yeah. You are the one that has to live in it. You're the one that has to have the feeling of that room. Um, or that space, or when you look at that object, the mm -hmm. feelings, and if it's not good feelings, mm -hmm. or it's something that doesn't line with your values and the purpose in your life, if it doesn't serve your purpose, like, what is the point of having it there? If there is a really good point of having it there, then fine. Yeah. But if there's not, do you need that negativity? Do you need that oh, every time you see it? Exactly. Like, yeah. So, exactly. So yeah, someone saying to me, and even if it was just in a podcast saying, you have permission to have less. You yeah. have permission to get rid of that dress you wore to your brother's wedding that you wore yeah. once you've literally never worn again. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. like, or you have permission to 
just get rid of stuff. And I started with my wardrobe yeah. and then I moved to other rooms and my, my kitchen was next. And I think that's when I really started on that that journey that but journey yeah. and, and you can see why she's so passionate about it hey yes. like when you go through the emotional journey it, for you yeah it helped emotionally so much like and like it was years later that you know a couple of years later about the not screening my kids and stuff but that there is this thing i don't know i can't describe it but it's when you declutter and it it sounds figurative but it, you can literally feel the weight Coming lift off, off you yeah yes. when you so and especially true. when you've got someone helping you there's something that's been dragging you down for so long and you able to sort that out or able to declutter it and get it out of your house like i said mm-hmm. people it's not decluttered until it's out of your house and i will put stuff in the back of my car and take yeah, it yeah you know that is like yeah, the one it's... thing that i friggin' love is because i can declutter my version declutter, yeah. and then it comes into this room because this is the story yeah exactly and then it will sit there for ages and ages mm. and ages and i haven't done anything i've just moved my mess from one room to another you yeah, know yes. whereas you will put it in your car yeah. you'll take the towels to the vets if they need yeah. you you'll take the clothes yes. to the drop off or you'll burn the paper if you mean you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. the things that you want to get rid of you know like yeah. it's like no no like we are getting rid of it so it it's dumb. and you know when you clean a kitchen cupboard or your containers and something like that and you're cleaning 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 and then it gets real messy before it gets clean again and then you've got all this stuff that you just put on your bench because you're like i'm going to get rid of it and yeah. then a few days go past and a few weeks go past and then <laughs> you you put them back because you're like i'm sick of looking at it so i just put it back and yes. then like so you literally it's just wasted your time yeah exactly yeah. and so what you're saying is you're creating this system so that we do declutter this and this is where we're decluttering not just a space but our minds yeah, as well and absolutely. i think in this day and age exactly yeah, and in this is. day and age we are so cluttered mentally that mm. it's exactly what we're needing yeah. and then i can see why it needs to happen oh and it's yes so true sure. you say all day long we're giving permission to buy this buy that but it doesn't you can't walk anywhere that's been or, like a home moment for you right then hasn't it yeah, yeah that's a real yeah. like boom yeah because it might really is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly and, that, and it's um a really like um a big thing is Having been able to, if you, you know, you've done the the mental work is um, for me as well. I'm, I used to be very impulsive with buying and things is now sitting back and going, oh, and I still go, oh, I'd really love that dress or whatever. And because it's in your face, especially Facebook and social, like yes. social media and stuff, it's in your face, like buy this, buy this, buy this. And they keep coming up the same ones. And you're like, oh, maybe I do really need that. And then you sit back for a bit. And it might even be in your cart. Like yeah. you got it at your online cart or you're about yeah. to get your keys to go down and buy it. And you, if you just sit with it and you have permission to do this, like if you're listening to this, the next time you feel like clicking that checkout button, just sit with it. Even if it's for five minutes, but ideally leave it for a week or a month. I have this 30 day list in my phone, in my notes, um, in my reminders and stuff is, Oh, if I really want something in that impulsive moment, in those five minutes that I just sit and sit with myself, if I think, oh, I still really want it, I write it in this list in my phone and then I set a reminder for 30 days. Shut the front door. This is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Or I leave it. Don't set a reminder at all. And then just when I remember, I go, oh, I'll check check my list. And I go through and I go, oh, actually, yeah, I really don't want a pink dress anymore. Or I actually kind (sighs) of... I don't actually need that because I've got five of them in my wardrobe or, yes. you know, like, oh, actually I, I could live without that. Yes. And, and the money that you save and the time that you save and then consequently the time later on decluttering those things that would have yes. otherwise come into your house. And that's what people got to remember. And they ask me, what's the best way to stay organized? What's the best way to declutter? 
Um, Stop adding crap into your house. What, yeah, right. <laughs> so the best way to the best way to minimise what goes out is what comes in, and being oh, intentional consumerism is yeah a big one that we are not taught. We are told how to consume, 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 but we are not taught how to be intentional with how we can do it. Yeah, and, it's, and it, you don't have to be saving the planet every time you buy something, but it's save yourself a little bit too, and yeah, you know, like exactly. sit back a bit and go is this marketing is this advertising or is it something that i really need yes or really want jess i want to talk to you about just talking about buying things Mm. you have completed a year without new things Mm. how tell me about that tell me about that new things yes she's just like she's just been started back yeah so the shirt i'm wearing at the moment is actually like my first purchase in a year of a brand new no one else has worn it yeah. Any piece of clothes. Yeah. yeah. Let's put, just put in there, you know, underwear was allowed. She yeah, was allowed so, to buy underwear. So, um, <laughs> for, it started off my son's fifth birthday. I was going to my wardrobe going, oh, what am I going to wear? I've got, like, I don't have clothes. And I was like, oh, I need to buy something new for his for his birthday to wear. And I was like, why? I have all these perfectly good clothes. So, um, and I was listening to another podcast, podcast being a big part of my life. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, called the Slow Home Podcast. And that she interviewed this lady, I really can't think of her name right now, um, but she did it. And it basically, the gist of it is, I set myself a goal the day after my son's birthday that I would go a full year of buying no newly made clothes yes i could have secondhand clothes yeah i could ha- like from a friend i.e courtney it could be from op shops yeah. it could be handmade so like if i'd asked a seamstress or something to make something for me which i didn't end up doing but it was but there. that was kind of like a special you know like if there was something was big coming yeah yeah because yeah. you um, wouldn't just do that for like oh no. it's a friday yeah i want a pair of shorts yeah exactly um, like it would have been for a Proper, yeah. yeah. Um, I the rules are I could buy new bras, new undies, and new socks. Yes. Um, but I had to be intentional about it. Whether yes. I really needed, went out. Okay, I buy one pair of one packet of you know, knickers or whatever, and yeah. um, but you know, and then I had to get rid of my old ones and stuff like that. It even went down as far as shoes. Mm. I lived with, which is quite hard for because I I um I lived with my same shoes. For a year, I think I did actually buy a new pair of thongs because I couldn't find yes. thongs. Yes, and remember they broke. Because <laughs> my old ones broke about three months into it. I was like, no! And no. if you're in Australia, I mean, I think it's against the law. Okay, so, a pair yeah. of pluggers. Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So thongs mean flip-flops, yeah, not Yeah. Not yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was like, oh, no, it's sad. That could be oh. so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, let's edit out Clara. the bit where you yeah, said exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, no, we but, don't need yeah, that. So, um... Literally, I think it was a few weeks after I started this, I went to this ball, like this, it's fundraiser. And I'm thinking, oh, shoot, like, what am I going to wear? Yeah. I went down to our local Vinnie's, like St. Vinnie's, and I looked through their dresses and I was really struggling with, oh, but this isn't in fashion. Or this isn't, not that I'm a fashionista, but I was like, oh, what are people there? I was like, who cares? What no one cares what anyone else wears. They're yeah. all focusing on what they're own wearing. Yeah. So I got exactly. this dress. And it, I think it cost me $3 and I put it on and I, you know, did my thing and I found a pair of shoes there for $2. Um, I think I already had some jewelry. Mm. I whacked it all together. I went to this night, had a blast yeah. and spent no time thinking and stressing about, you know, money or I was stressing about like where I got this thing and that. I just had the most fun 
my whole outfit cost five dollars yeah and even so, down to like shopping online and then yes. how many times do you go to something yes and you're like oh girl there was yeah. three of the same outfit or yes. three of the same pattern so yes. especially when it is in social media like yeah. if you're interested in the same thing you yes. kind of do get the same you know, yes. it pops up in everybody's thing. So you've been completely unique regardless. Oh, yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> and I, yeah, and it's and it's even going down to, I think, um, so I we grew up, when we grew up as kids, we didn't always have new stuff. Yeah. It was, I was the youngest of 27 cousins, um, first cousins. So we had a big, you know, big extended family and I always got so I've never heard around. you say that. No, me month. either. <laughs> wow. Well, and yeah, I just have it against yeah. 27. <laughs> My exactly. dad's one of seven. My mum's one of two, but my dad's has got a lot of kids. Um, so I was always getting hand-me-downs and it was just a thing that our family did. Um, and I never saw it as weird or unusual. That's just how we lived. And like oh. 90% of my wardrobe always was hand-me-downs. And I think as an adult, you're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, as I kind of thought, oh, I need to buy, I'll buy, 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 because, you know. Because I you can too, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, my like, yeah, yeah, there's exactly. This, there's this thing that I've reconnected this year with myself and then with this hand-me-down, but, like, also, not hand-me-down, it's more so giving these clothes, like, fast fashion is such a big thing where it's, like, wear yeah. something once and you throw it away. Um, and it creates such a big in, um, impact on the environment, but that's another whole thread. But giving these perfectly good clothes another life yeah and yeah. you know and there's nothing wrong with them like people yeah. might have grown out of them when it's not their taste anymore and the manufacturing and the time that went into that piece and originally when clothes were designed they were designed to be worn until they yeah. wore out like yeah. whether yes. you pass it down your family or like you know back in our grandparents generations or even our parents generations and I think we've lost a bit of that. And I really Absolutely. want to reconnect with that where there is perfectly good shirts and skirts and dresses and shoes and everything sitting in op shops or sitting yes. in the back of people's cupboards. Yeah. Well, we do it with our kids, use. don't we? Yeah, yeah like exactly. we, But we don't do it with ourselves. No. Yeah. And like, like, I know the amount of things that I've taken to an op shop that still has tags on it. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, like there's so much like being, goodness there. Yeah. Like, and when you do a big declutter like that, I think it really makes you wake up and think, Oh, like the next thing I buy, is it just going to be sent to the op shop tags on it? Or yeah. am I actually going to wear it? And make mm. it a point of wearing, like, make good stuff. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to, you know, wear everything in your wardrobe. There's a. Your there daughter's first birthday. Thing. Oh, yeah. You said to me, you wore your earrings that you wore to your wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I don't know. I've always been saving them for a special occasion. And I was like, you know what? Stop it. I'm here. Like, yeah. I'm alive. This is my special, this occasion. Is a special yeah, occasion. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, they, my wedding earrings, I think I got from like a little cheap shop in, in, in Canelands or somewhere in Mackay. And I think they cost me all of about $11. Yeah. Yes. They were so special to me because I wore them on my wedding day. And they're these dangly, silver, blingy things. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear these for special occasions that mean something to me. Like my daughter's first birthday and I've worn them to like a friend's engagement party. Yeah. And I've worn them out because they're special to me. And it doesn't yeah, matter exactly. how much they cost or, you know, anything. And it doesn't have to be like your wedding shoes. I ended up flogging my wedding shoes for about a year after our wedding. I got, <laughs> them, from, I got them from Target. They were these flat, silver flats I got from Target for $20. And I'm like, I'm not going to shove them. Like, oh, and I, I respect your decision if people do that. They do keep their special wedding shoes. 
I've got so much wear out of them. I got more than my $20. Right yeah. <laughs> and I rock these beautiful silver shoes every day for a year. And I love that year. That year meant so much to me. Yeah. So I was like, I'd rather do that and have those memories. Yeah. Than say to my daughter, like, because $20 shoes probably won't sit in the cupboard for the next yeah. 20 years. Yeah. That's so, so true. Right. So I'd rather get photos yeah. of them and memories than than not yeah exactly um so you mentioned just before when you moved away you moved away from your support network yes yes yes, to come back to that yes amazing so good what does your support work like your network look like now because you also have a bus run Uh, and you've got three kids and (laughs) your husband works away when he's on shift yes Yes. so your support network what does it what does it look like uh, so my immediate support network is me and my husband, mm-hmm. um, my kids. Um, then it goes to grandparents, so like my family, my mum and dad, um, and Harley's mum and dad, like my husband's mum and dad. They we are so blessed and so fortunate to have such great families. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the moment, the house we live in. <laughs> My in-laws are literally around the street behind us. So we're about four houses away, <laughs> which is amazing. Awesome. Um, yes. And like, our, our, and my parents are, you know, now out of town and they're always willing to like, they're so hands-on and it's, and it's really, like, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without them. Yeah. And not even, not even just with working kids, it's that emotional support. It's, it's you, Courtney, like it's, yeah. it's you guys, it's, um, having those, I don't, I don't know, like whether it's like quality over quantity. Like you've got yes. those few special people in your yeah. life that you yeah. cherish and you guard them with everything. And it's yeah. different connections too, because you guys are kind of like we talk every day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like yeah. almost accountability buddies. Yeah, like checking on each other's minds. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. when you were both doing stay-at-home mum. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it, that can be heavy. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's having that someone like. Yes, I've got my husband, but there's there's things that I talk to Courtney about that it's easier to talk to her about than say my husband or yes. my mum or whatever. Yeah. And it's those things you can offload and, and having that someone to that understands yes. and having that support network there mentally as well as with kids. Because mm. um, yeah. that's a big thing and, and with work and you know, like I've got um a friend Julia out at where my bus run is and she's had a bus run before. She understands that and she's quite a big um, support for me as well out there yes. you know so like oh yeah I don't know how to handle this and she'd be like okay this is how we do it or yeah and asking for help and yes that. no woman can do this alone exactly yes no you just one have can to do be vulnerable things we all just have to yeah, do it, yeah. and asking yeah. for help is it is very very daunting even to the best mm-hmm. of us that are good at it mm-hmm. um but I being able to like literally it it is one of those things and I read it in a I'm pretty sure, let's face it, it was probably Brene Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's, I'm obsessed with it, but in it, and I wish I'd taken a photo or even just a, a, the number of the page because they, and I'm going to butcher it, but they kind of sort of said, if, because I'm a person who loves to help people, but I yeah. hate, I, it literally drives me mad to have to ask for help. Like to me, I'm like, you either should know or I don't need your help sort of thing. You know, like that's where I'm at. Yes. And she put a thing in there that said, I don't know, it makes, I don't know why people can't ride my mind, okay? Don't giggle at me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm but, not. Yeah, <laughs> no judgment. But like in the book, it literally said, like if you don't, like I am tr- like, I'm butchering it already. It was very much like if you can hold the capacity to help people, you've got to be able to 
ask for help as well yeah or it's just a transaction or, or it's yes. just a judgment of you going or it's more just all about you and the feel good thing like you've got to be able to be the true way street yes or it's just literally a social transaction of you've done that you've done that. you know what i mean like yeah. it's a tally and exactly. that's it's a tallying up yeah. sort of thing and it really i butchered that but you know <laughs> i'll find know it one day is um with life it, it applies to quite a lot i think it is very simple it's just done is better than perfect yes you know, perfect is an illusion yeah and it's i think as, as women especially and mums and everything it's we try to do everything perfectly like we can do this we you know especially this day and age we somehow i don't know why but we're the pressure is put on us to be able to do it by ourselves whereas um back generations ago again Every, it was a village. It literally, people, yes. levels of community yes. and help. Um, so I think we've got to a day and age where through um, marketing, through social media, through everything, it's, it's again, you should do this by yourself. Yeah, and a strong, independent. Yeah, no, yeah, a exactly. strong, independent woman. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Yeah, but I've got to that point in my life where I'm like, okay, like, this needs to be done. Yeah. I don't care how it gets done. Like. Yeah. As long as it's yeah, like yeah, you like it ethical. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like, <laughs> in reason. Yeah, yeah. As long as I get sleep at night, but it's if I have to outsource it to someone, or if I have to ask help for, for someone to do something to get it done, because at the moment, like as you said, I have three kids, two two jobs. You guys are the same, you know. Like you don't really have a lot of time to stuff around, and if no. it means that you can outsource that to someone else, or you can ask for help, or you you don't know something instead of having to spend a lot of time researching it you can ask someone that does know get yeah. their answer in two seconds you're like oh sweet cool move on yeah exactly yeah. and i think it's the language in which you use it you're like outsource yeah i need outsource. to outsource this yes. and i know that yeah. when we've been it's talking failing it's no i'm just gonna outsource outsource it. I yeah. Love outsourcing. yeah 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 it's a, and even just the language around yeah. it i think it just it gives and you outsource. a sense of that's yeah. an easy word it's not like it sounds professional yeah. like a business trend like you know like yeah, yeah. outsourcing it yeah nice. exactly i've got my life but it, and it, 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 it go down outsourcing your kids to pick up the toys on the yard yeah like, yes that's not your job it's so that that flip of the procrastination cross perfection oh. turnaround isn't yeah. it hey like we, I'm, I'm mini like perfectionist at heart and i have to like i procrastinate like crazy you know <laughs> i do know that um, so what do you do oh, jess what do you do i message you yeah <laughs> um, no it's yeah, yeah i i'm more aware of my procrastination now and, it, and it's like i'll be and so look, your phone's a big one my phone's a big one for it but and I'll just be sitting there and I'm like, oh, I need to get this done. And it's actually, I'm a very visual person. I think realising what kind of person you are um, helps with how you deal with life as well. So, like, you know what your weaknesses are but what your strengths are as well. And if you can change a situation to work for your strengths, yeah, um, yes. it can change you mentally. So, like, I know I catch myself now and I'm like, oh, it's pressing like very visual so i write up stuff at the night before okay this is what needs to be done and i love crossing up oh yes yeah. like yeah not that i'm a hard. great like great to do this like i don't schedule things out to a certain time because that doesn't work for me i'm not yeah. a very schedule sort of person but i am like okay this needs to be done on this day and this is when i need to pick up for it things like that and doing that knowing that that's what works for me that visual reminder having stuff set like a reminder on my phone pops up and says you need to get this done yeah, doing that and having that someone that you can openly say, 
I'm having a crap day today. Yeah. I'm procrastinating like crazy. Like, yeah. I like when, when we talk, it's not like a, hey, how are you going? And I mean, we may say that, but it's yeah. not like, don't just say good and like think that that's <laughs> like okay. Okay. Vomit to each other. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, like, and, and you'll say, look, I'm, haven't it's been a shit show or this yeah. is happening and this is where yeah. i'm at or yeah. i'm procrastinating like literally just procrastination it's like set a timer for 10 minutes see what we you can get done yeah exactly we were both sitting there messaging each other instead of doing stuff we're like right let's get off our asses and this is something that anyone can do literally set a timer for 10 15 minutes yeah Quick 15 minutes now is better than not doing you're 15 minutes closer to done yeah. than you were 15 minutes ago yes. like and of not doing it and so nine times out of ten, yeah that is yeah. a really good one and nine times out of ten like you know we've checked back in after that time has gone off like, and it's still going. Let's yeah exactly going. and it's like oh. cool this is um i've, I've yes. got my momentum i've got some motion like i ha- like but it takes the pressure off because it was like if it was only going to be 15 minutes and that's all i've done that's all I've done. Yeah. I still achieve something. Yeah. But the fact that you, by the time you get there, it's like, you know, exercise too, isn't it? Like you yeah. procrastinate to do it, but then you kind of start and then you do yeah. get into it. It's so like checking your shoes on, walking out the door, you're already halfway there. Exactly. You know? Well and truly. So you walk for five minutes and go, yeah, cool. I'm going to continue. Yeah. Or you go, yep, I'm, I'm pulling it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Off. At least you still got out the door at Absolutely. the end of the day. Yeah. And so is there someone that you see like on your socials and things like that, Jess, that really inspires you? Like, you know, other than you guys. Like, <laughs> you guys are just acing this. Like, uh, I've known you guys like before we were born. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, seeing that, seeing that process that you guys have gone through and everything you've overcome and it's like inspiring and in your social, like you're so good at social media and I love it. And yeah, that's what I aspire to be. Um, I also do follow a lot of other organizers. Yep. I follow a lot of um, like body positive um, ladies who yeah. are taking photos of their body in real life, not yes. photoshopped. Um, uh, yeah, just like a lot of people that have a positive spin on life. I think yeah. Yeah. I think my socials, I've, I've really had to declutter like, oh, that's who I want to look like mm. because yes. she has the six pack that can run 10,000 K. Um, I've taken that a lot of that out of my life now. And, and, but yeah, looking up to people, it's definitely you guys with your business, oh. with your life <laughs> and everything. Thanks. Thanks, um, <laughs> Definitely with other mums that are, are doing professional organising. Yeah. That's what I yeah. look up to and go, cool. It's like, reality. What it yeah. sounds yeah. to me, it's not the Instagram worthy, like you scroll right. through the feed and you think, well. Oh, it is very satisfying looking at that. Though. It is. Uh, and yeah, it's really it's nice not. to go, do you know what? I really love old mate in her workout yeah. bra. And she's like, you know what? This is what postpartum looks like. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. so true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, doing those sorts of things. And I think really checking in with what you're projecting yourself to every day and it, whether it's on your phone, whether it's the people around you, that sort of thing. Um, and it comes down to decluttering that stuff as well. And yes. So, my know, God, the world revolves around decluttering. I know. I'm kind of obsessed with it too, but now... <laughs> I'm next like, level. Yeah, I'm next level. Yeah. Going it, home to my coat hangers. Yeah. <laughs> coat hangers was that? Oh my They're God. Good. Change your life. Yeah. Um, good flocked coat hangers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's flocked. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's decluttering in that way. And it's the same questions. Do I love this? Do I use it? Do I need it? If, if it doesn't tick those things, like if it, it and does it serve purpose in my life? Mm. You can ask that question with anything. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, you'll have your answer yes or no. Yeah. And it's then you make those decisions from there, and that's what you subject yourself to. And if you've got all those, if most things in your life meet the criteria of those four questions, 
you got to have pretty good luck. Like, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. So thing, true. So. Man. Yeah. We could talk all day. Oh, exactly. I've like done all these like little excited faces to Fiona and been like, oh my God, how good is she doing? <laughs> I could literally talk all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What, um, what does a perfect day look like for you, Jess? Mm, I don't know. It's a toss-up between a sleep-in and an early morning coffee by myself. I'm not sure. Oh, oh yes. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so a perfect day, I think, getting up, having a coffee, or just having the time by myself a little bit, having my kids around, my husband home, because, yeah, he does work seven on seven off at the moment, which is we've never done that now last 11 years we've been together so this is a really new thing for us um yeah really just hanging out with family but then work-wise like my perfect day with work I would love to just be able to get out you know like and go to a session with someone and have that like that's my perfect day with work yeah personally like yeah like yeah just going sipping whatever uh next to the beach would be sweet yeah exactly yeah exactly being (laughs) on a beach sipping on cocktails yeah yeah and someone else having to do the cooking and cleaning yeah (laughs) exactly any day that happens (laughs) we quickly just touched on instagram and things like that um i wanted to talk to you about that real life cross instagram you know what i mean like we're all like i think i think I think I'm trying to get the words out and I can't all I can say is I think uh, yeah exactly so I think in, I'm gonna keep repeating that we we get so like oh but Instagram like even down to the filter being so white and fresh and the the cupboard looking like this and the wardrobe looking like this and the pantry looking like this and I think we go oh my god like we need to buy these containers we need to do this we need to do that like you know like I want to talk to you about because you're very very practical in your work you know what I mean you're like okay you may need something I'm not saying you won't need to buy something but how about we look at what you got and let's work around that and that's been something that you're very like yeah so that's um like and a lot of organizers do it and I love those organizers that have that skill to make things look very pretty um skill or budget budget and skill yeah I think I think if someone gave me all those containers and said, here, this is what you I want you to do, I'm like, yeah, sweet, cool. Um, naturally, I'm not a stylist. That doesn't yep. where, I, where I lean to. Where I lean to is functionality, efficiency, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, if it means we declutter your tuple, like your containers cover, like your plastic containers for food and stuff, we declutter all them and then we move on to something else in your cupboard, in your kitchen, say, but we need a container to hold um teaspoons mm-hmm. or we have we need something to hold your rice or your flour hey those containers we just decluttered because yeah. we know we're not going to use them for say leftover food storage yeah. why don't we use them in your pantry yeah or in your bathroom if you need a container for bobby pins yes you know, everyone here again just <laughs> needs saying. a bobby pin uh, today. <laughs> you know grab the little little con- that odd yes. container that doesn't actually fit any decent amount of food in it yes go chuck it in your bathroom and you know label it or write in it and people get caught very caught up in how things look and it can come down to just say you have that odd size container that you might now put your bobby pins in get a nico right bobby pins on it or even just put a bit of tape on it or get a little label maker for 20 bucks and chuck bobby pins on it it doesn't have to look perfect yeah because you're the one looking at it i mean if that's your gym if that's where you want to go if you have the budget to do that 100 percent. yeah um 
but yeah, very much on social media and then Instagram and all those Pinterest and everything, it's lighting, it's staged. Yeah. A lot of it is like that. I look um, at it and I'm like, I don't think my pantry is, could look like that because like I've got to have food in it. Yeah. Well, like, I've got to feed my kids. Like where yeah. do you put your extra bits of cereal that, you know, like I used to do shopping maybe once a week, once a fortnight because we used to live on a farm. Yeah. One of our houses. That we <laughs> um, and it was great and I loved that, but I used to have to do big shops and there is no way I can just buy one thing, decanter it into that and then like only have that yes. in my pantry. Like what do I do with all the other stuff that doesn't need to be decanted right now? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people do decanter everything. Decantering, sorry, if anyone who doesn't know. I was going to say, is, what is that? It's <laughs> taking things out of the original packaging. So taking oh, okay. cocoa pops out of the cocoa pop box and putting it into um, an air con- airtight container, which is something that I do actually do. So cereal is one that I do decanter because it does go stale. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, a pack of bickies or a pack of chippies or something like if the kids have eaten half packet chuck a clip on it throw it in your pantry they're gonna eat the other half by like tomorrow afternoon yeah exactly you know, why yeah. chuck it in a container that you have to wash up like yes. you know, but if it's don't make extra work no, no. yeah exactly you just so, yes. making a rod from your own back aren't yeah, you? so things don't have to look pinterest perfect for it to be functional it's just and again it goes back to declutter then realize um what you need and a big one i know this is like a little bit Big, big, big thing is people ask me all the time, what's your best storage containers to buy? How many do I need? What should I buy? Every job is individual. Every place is unique. Yes. The best way if you're doing it yourself is declutter, work out where things need to be without containers or with what you've already got, then look at it. Measure. Yeah, measure. Measure how deep the shelf is. Measure how high things are. Um, Count how many you need. Yeah. Like you, there might be packs of 10 on special, you know, but you actually really only need two. Yeah. Just go buy two. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you're only going to have to discard the other I was going to say, yeah. you're like, making a rod for your own back. You can't make a vicious yeah. sample if yeah. you're not careful. And exactly. don't buy, go out and buy a big heap of storage tubs because half the stuff you'll end up decluttering mm-hmm. and you won't need those storage tubs. So yes. declutter first, people. Yes. Then if you need to later, which you most of the time you don't. Um, then go buy some. Then get more. Yeah. Mm, Jess, where can we find you? Socials. What Ooh, are they? So, so my business is called Manage Mayhem Professional Organizer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and email me at managemayhempo at gmail.com. Awesome. Um, and you have a really cool group too. Oh, yes. I have a Manage Mayhem community on Facebook, um, which is great. I post more like tips and tricks on there kind of everyday stuff that not necessarily um i won't put on my facebook page as such but um yeah if you go into that community group it's really cool there's a really group really good bunch of women on there um we comment on different things with each other and give it's all positive support and yeah if you need help with like oh i don't know what to do with this cupboard and just need a a starting point so i'm like oh this is what i did or yes you know those sorts of things so go from there yes that's my hope awesome oh my god (laughs) we have had the best time yeah exactly we need to do another one exactly (laughs) totally probably to answer the questions that i sent you today for this one because we didn't answer it well we probably did we might we might have touched on something exactly exactly Exactly. You know Jess, I am so proud of you um, yes. and all of you have achieved. Um, I've loved, absolutely loved watching your journey. Thank you for coming on and talking to us. Thank Being you so much. much. We have yes. just loved it. Seriously. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank so you. Nice. And jump on Jess's socials. Yes. Manage Mayhem PO. That's what you call it on the Insta. Hey.
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Alrighty. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. It means so much to us that you listen to this episode of Your Daily Pass. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, make sure you do yourself a favour and pop back through some of our other episodes. If you're up to date, never fear. We will be back in your ears every Tuesday and Friday. Make sure you leave us a review, click subscribe, check out our socials and share it with your besties.